What's happening, humans? Welcome to the First Step Theology podcast, where we discuss our glorious God so that we all might love and enjoy Him in a greater way. Today, we are taking a little bit of a break to give you an announcement, but we're also going to answer the question, how do we practically love Jesus? And to have that conversation, I am joined by a man whose very presence makes farm animals worried and politicians a little bit cross. Its name is Luke Rasmussen. How are you, mate? Good, mate. That's good. Uh, I, My I name's Joel, by the way. Hey, Joel. Mm. Uh, I don't know how to respond to <laughs> Why are the farm animals worried? That's what I'm concerned about. Mm, that's the big question on, bite on out of everyone's minds. <laughs> Come here, let me eat you. So we are making an announcement today. Yeah, we are. Big announcement for everybody. What is this announcement again? Because it can't be about our intro song. I don't know if anyone remembers this. <laughs> I've got a bone to pick with you, mate. <laughs> well, well, actually, this announcement is about how we've been working so hard. And so we need a break, yeah. first of all. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah, before, before we pick bones. Before we pick bones. We're busy. We're burdened. We're burdened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've decided we are, we're going to sprint into the end of the year. Yeah. But before then, we need to kind of have a stretch and a limber up and a rest and an ice bath. For sure. We've been yeah. making phone calls. Yeah. One. And <laughs> sending email. Mm. Yeah, yeah, singular. Yeah. Setting up Instagram accounts, oh organizing stacks on stacks on stacks, giveaways. Answering messages. Mm. It's been at, at First Step HQ. It's been <laughs> yeah. huge. Yeah, at the top of this food chain, it is. <laughs> there's, a, there's a treadmill that never stops. It never ends. And if stops. we're going to sprint into the end of this season, yeah. we, uh, we need a breather from the marathon that we've uh, already completed. That's right. We need to finish hard. So we're just having a, a sip. Out of our sippy cups of Gatorade, <laughs> yeah, like like marathon runners have their sippy cup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. have a drink. And yeah, then. put their sippy cup down. Put their dummy back in. <laughs> keep running. Yeah, in their nappies. Exactly. They actually probably do need that because mm. it's a common thing for yeah. them. Anyway, um, yeah. So it's crazy times. We're just going to have a, a bit of a two week break, mm. and we'll be back with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some cool stuff. We've got more uh, stacks and stacks continues. We're gonna pull the winner for that. Yep. Keep sending in questions mm. while we're resting. Mm. You need to do some work, listener. <laughs> Keep, we need questions. We need shares. Mm. We need follows. If you're not following us on Instagram, who who are you? Who even are you? Our our effort levels have been through the roof, and we just feel like yours mm. maybe aren't matching. Yeah, so. Pick up. So there you go. Dan, pick up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, <laughs> Tristan. Yeah. In, in, in light of uh, all the work we've been doing. Yes. Uh, oh, what were you talking about before? Yeah, I've got a phone to pick with you. Oh, with me? No, no, never mind. Never <laughs> <go>. <laughs> well, I've what? been working my butt off, mm. sending emails. Yeah. Email, <laughs> yeah. sending <laughs> that text message we one time sent to that one person. Yeah. And you promised the listeners. Mm. You promised the listeners, our loyal, faithful listeners, yeah. that you would have an intro song. Was it a promise? It was. A, it was. Was it more of like a? Hold on, let's go back to the clip. Yeah, I promise <laughs> that I'm going to get a good song. Very good. I do have a low voice, but it's not that low, right? <laughs> I'm going to sing "Our yeah, Centuries Are Green." Luke, when it comes to <laughs> creating masterpieces, oh no, you've got to give them time. Don't lie. You've got to let the flowers in your garden grow. True. 
good analogy. You've got to compost. But it's springtime, Joel. Everything's spring into life, and I do not see any life working from those hands of yours. Well, sometimes there's a longer winter that just seeps into spring. <laughs> and summer. And, and spring then seeps into next winter <laughs> <laughs> when we can expect the, uh, can the, I, the new intro song. Can I just ask a question? Mm. Did you hear back from that musical group that you contacted <laughs> about? That one email that I sent? Yeah. No. Did you get crickets? <laughs> not even a crickets. response. Not a response. Oh, no. no. My email's sitting in their junk bo- junk box somewhere. <laughs> exactly right. Who's no, Joel no. at Gospel? They read it and were like, nope. nope. <laughs> Who are these losers? <laughs> exactly. Anyway, yeah, so true. stay tuned. The truth is we're just on a high after last week with Tim Chalice. Speaking of not fulfilling the non-promise that I made. Yeah. I was thinking about this uh, today. Yeah. Um, I feel like we usually in past seasons have overpromised and sort of like underachieved. Yep, very right? much so. Whereas this season, oh, I feel like maybe we, we promised big things yep. and we've overachieved. I think so. When we started this season, we had no idea of the guests that we were going to have on. True. Not, not to give away that we are very unplanned. <laughs> it's very much week to week. We had hopes. <laughs> we had, we, yeah, we had aspirations, yeah. but, you know, I had aspirations as a four-year-old and they haven't come true still. That's so true. Hopefully you can make it. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I just feel like we're overachieving, guys. Yeah, you think about the guests, mm. high quality. So we need to bring that bar right back down. Yeah, let's <laughs> reset every expectation you might have for us and just take a chill feel. Totally. Yes. And so on that note, we are taking a chill pill. Two yep. weeks off. Two weeks. But make sure you jump in on our uh, giveaway. Find it on Instagram. Yep. We will be back. We're talking about, uh, you know, what it is to be missional. Yep. Uh, we've got a great guest coming on soon. We've got a Q&A with Kim. That's going to be fun. Yep. Uh, we've got another introducing you to a friend of ours yes. who uh, died a bunch of years ago. Yep. And, uh, yeah, a bunch of exciting stuff for the end of the season. Yeah. But for today... Mm. We uh, wanted to answer this question um, that we were asked recently, which is how do we practically love Jesus? Yeah. We are Christians who Christianity is a religion, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, it's often coined the fact that uh, the core of our religion is a relationship with the God who has condescended to us in the person and the work of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And by his grace he has brought us into relationship with him and so certainly there is a relationship involved in this and so we love talking about how we are to love jesus yeah 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 don't we yeah and 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 this question has come up quite a lot because we uh, are coming up to the end of the book of john Mm. and uh for those of you who are part of gospel life church adelaide spoiler alert Mm. if you're not then we're glad that you're here anyway Mm. and feel free to jump on Go back and find our Gospel Life Church Adelaide podcast. And there's 65 sermons in the book of John waiting for you right there. <laughs> Start from number one. <laughs> catch up by this Sunday. you got nothing better to got, do. Yeah, really. What else is going on at the moment? Yeah, in the world? exactly right. You're probably in lockdown somewhere. <laughs> um, and so particularly in the book of John, it is a, is a book really laced with the love of a God. You know, like we that mm. famous Christian for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. So love is a, is a real key motive in mm. this book. And so we've been talking about it a lot. And, and 
on, on Sunday, we, we preached through John 21, 15 to 25, coming to the end of the book. And um, at the end of this, uh, uh, Peter, is, is, has, he's denied Christ. He's, he's done probably the worst sin you could commit, really, if you think about it, or visibly anyway. You know, like he's denying Christ openly in front of witnesses three times, which is a, it's a big legal kind of thing to do. Mm. And it's, 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 almost, it's, it's game over for him. He's given up his apostleship, really, you could argue. He, he's a mess. Mm. But then Christ comes and restores him. Yeah. But the way he restores him is actually by his love. And so we've been talking a lot about this in, within, within our house churches and, and as, as a church. And a common question we're asked off the back of is, well, how do you, how do you love Christ practically? Mm. Well, I would just want to put in there, first of all, you cannot love Christ without him loving you first. Mm. And I think that's essential for us to begin that conversation there because Christ loved us. Yeah. He, 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 he proves his love to us by sacrificing himself, setting the standard for what love truly is, mm. um, which answers that famous song, I want to know what love is. Well, I'll show you. Christ dying for you. <laughs> yeah. This is love, not that we love God, but that God love does. Boom. And so um, that must be the foundation, right? Mm. So then with that in mind, Joel, how do we then practically grow in our love for Christ? He's given us that love. Mm. So we, we love him as Christians because we are you know, following after him. Mm. How do we love him more? Well, let's start by saying how would you you know, fall in love or, or be in love with another person practically, you know, how I'm in love with you, Luke, Yep, is uh, we spend time together. All the time. <laughs> uh, too much, according to our wives. True. But <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, we would set time aside to... Yeah, you went there on Sunday. I missed you. Yeah, me too. It wasn't the same without you. Mm, I missed me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah, good. No, we would spend time with one another, right? Yep. And in the same sense, we, we let's start there, we would spend time with Jesus. Yeah. We would, uh, it's, and that's why it's integral that we have the word of God, mm-hmm. the revelation of, uh, of Christ as yep. well, and, and we spend time reading his words for us and to us um, about him. Yeah, and, and I think that love as a foundation is a really helpful thing, and we've spoken about this a little bit before of, Helping us to, to then read scripture because mm. if you're going from the point of view of going, oh, this is what I must do because I am a Christian, mm. like it's not super helpful. But if you if you're going from the point of view of going, well, I, Christ has loved me, and so therefore I love Him. How do I grow in that love for Him? Is by spending time with Him, by reading His Word, and so therefore when I read scripture, it goes, what does it reveal to me about God? Totally. In the same way that when I hang out with my wife and we're, we're chatting, I want to know about her, For what sure. makes her tick, and mm. um, what she's passionate about at the moment. You mm. know, and so I'm not going to that that conversation with her, going, hmm, you know, what is an interesting fact that I can, or how does Charlotte's conversation with me apply to my life? You know, like <laughs> that doesn't yeah, make any yeah. sense. Yeah. But in the same way, you want to do that with scripture. You want a viewer who's going, well, how do I learn about this God that I'm mm. actually following and has given his love for me? Yeah, because we will we, we will seek to know what we love and we will love what we know. Oh, nice. And so... Synchronicity. The, the more we uh, seek to know about Jesus, not from the point of like having a set of facts that we can blast at people, yep. but from the point of intimacy. Yeah. In the same way like you, you bring up you and your wife is... 
the longer that you spend getting to know one another, the 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 longer you are building that uh, communal intimacy between one another. Yep, and and that uh, that partnership that you are going through this life together in the same way as we spend time with Jesus, not from the point of like ticking off the list, but from the point of view of going, oh, I want to enjoy. Yeah, the one who has given himself for me. Yep. Um, yeah, that changes things, right? Yeah, it definitely does. Mm. That that was instrumental for me. I reckon, uh, you know, for my early faith, it was all about just when I read the Bible, I'm just ticking boxes. When I'd read mm. other books, as it boxes. When I'd read other books about it, I was like, oh well, I've heard that this is good, mm. and um. But when my affections are attached to it, when I read a book, I'm like filled with awe. Now. Yeah. So my perspective has changed. So time, time's something really important to do. So we would say reading scripture um, and have scripture laced into prayer, into a, your conversation with the Lord. Mm, absolutely. And just while we're at it, why not in our conversation? Like how much do you talk yeah, about yeah. Jesus? How much is... Um, our thoughts and our minds are set on Christ so that it impacts the way we communicate and relate to other people as well. Yeah. And do you know what? The, the, the more I am involved in church and, and I read the epistles, the more I realize the value of the church. Mm. And I think if you want to grow in your love for Christ, be a part of a loving community. If, if, if the church is, is actually the, the physical body of Christ, mm then being with Christians, talking about the goods mm. uh, and um, you know, focusing on, on, in on, on what Christ has done for us mm. as a community, yeah. like that, 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 that is so um, pivotal. So being a part of a good gospel community, that's so effective. Well, you're not just talking about, oh, I like your new jeans <laughs> or, you know. I do um, like your new jeans though. Good. Thanks, man. Mm. Um, or your You should wear a shirt with them more often <laughs> in public, but <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm just giving the people what they want. <laughs> Dad bod. Oh, uh, stop. <laughs> um, uh, you know, like let's let's actually talk about what Christ is doing in my life or mm. values and stuff like that. Yeah. Absolutely. And then um I think maybe secondly is as we go become to know Christ in a greater way, yep. um, our lives will naturally be conform to his as we actually obey what he says yeah yeah. sorry i shouldn't have said naturally as we obey what <laughs> jesus says there is a natural bit but then at some point you have to start obeying right? totally yeah or probably the other way around as we start obeying then our natural our lives will conform to the image of christ but wouldn't you also say this is probably a good it's kind of like a bit of both because when you first get saved mm. naturally because you're a new creation mm even before you know what Christ loves and knows what Christ sure. does, there is that level of like, oh, I don't think that's right anymore. Like I, I shouldn't mm. be watching those kind of movies anymore because it, oh, it doesn't seem right. Mm. You know? Yeah, true. Anyway. Yep. There's the transforming work of the Spirit in yeah. your lives, absolutely. But then there has to be that active obedience, that, mm. which I think sometimes we as Christians neglect because we say, I'm a new creation. Yeah, do what I want. Do what I want. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Yeah, and, and so to make that relational, what, what that means is um, growing to come and love what Jesus loves yeah. and hate what Jesus hates. Yes. So on the negative side, to actually begin to like abhor our sin, mm. to, 
to hate our own sinfulness because we know that it is ultimately against God who has loved and redeemed us. Yeah. And then and therefore to wage war against it. Yeah, so you're not treating your sin as something that like, oh, I'm going to get sent to hell for this. No. It's actually out of loving relationship with God going, I actually just don't want to do this because God matters. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then also uh on a on the positive side is seeking to uh, enjoy and love and value what what Jesus does mm. to live um, a life pleasing to Him mm-hmm. in such a way that you know we value um, justice and integrity and faithfulness and yep. and mercy and generosity and all these things that are so epitomized in the life of Christ, yeah, the true time. human. Um, but then also from a point of view of like everything that we do and touch and, and experience in life, we do it for the glory of God. So I, I even think about um, Paul's like family codes in Ephesians mm. um, 5, and then he bleeds that into um, talking about bond servants and, and their masters. And the way he talks to bond servants is everything that they do is, is in fear and trembling with a sincere heart mm. as to the Lord. Mm. So the way that they serve and work for those who are in, in positions over them as their, say, practical application for us would be like our employers, mm-hmm. um, is doing so as they would Christ. Yeah. And now, just sort of like deconstruct that. If you hate Christ, <laughs> that passage doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So Because that would be saying if, you know, Hate your boss, essentially. Yeah. The presupposition in that that's is right. that we love Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And we want to live a life that's pleasing to him and according to his will. Mm-hmm. And therefore, we work and honor and respect. Uh, and even if we disagree, we love those people yep. just as we would Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. It's where it sort of like bleeds in and impacts all of our life. Yeah. Exactly right. Which you can also then entwine that with a, like a relational love. You know, like when yeah. you when you you grow in a relationship with someone, mm. life is so much more sweet, and it does bleed into every aspect of your life. Mm. But what we're talking about is we have the love of the God of the universe, and so therefore, mm. the, that bleeding effect is so much more uh, vast, mm. and 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 goes into everything so much more. It just changes the lens that you view the world. For sure. So yeah, this love that we have for Christ is 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 really practical. Mm. Um, but the problem everyone is going to face is, is that it takes a little bit of work, and it requires you to go to Scripture, Big and time. view Scripture rightly. Mm. I think sometimes we want to shortcut that, don't we? Like yeah, we want to go, time. oh, can I love God without loving His Word? Mm. Well, no, you can't, because <laughs> that's how He's revealed Himself to us. Yeah. Uh, we can love his creation and we can love all that, but um, ultimately that's not joy. Like, you know, finding joy in the Lord is finding joy in the relational aspect you have with the Lord. Mm. Whereas finding joy in other things, that's just happiness because they're always going to change. They're fleeting anyway. For sure. And so loving God means finding joy in your relationship with God. For sure. That, that requires you to get into the Word of God. So Christian... I guess the question has to ask is how can you say you love the Lord if you are not spending time with the Lord in the way that he's asked you to spend time with him? That's a huge challenge. It's a big challenge. And then back on where you started that is do you love Jesus more than uh, the things that come with Jesus? Yeah. 
because we have a lot of great things big that time. are big blessings in yeah. terms of being a Christian, right? Yep. So you mentioned fellowship earlier. Yep. Being a part of a faith community, that is a blessing, big right? Time. That is a huge blessing. Or what about mission, right? We are called to join in and participate in what God is doing yep. in the earth, on the earth, in the earth. In it, right <laughs> in the middle. Around the earth. Yeah. Through the earth. Throughout it. Um, they are all good things. Mm. But do we love Jesus more than that? Yeah. Do we love Jesus first? Yeah. And I think the lens of eternity is a good one in that. Mm. Because <laughs> uh, I think you said once in one of your sermons um, at some point that um, eternity, the greatest thing about eternity is that God's going to be there. Mm. And so that's the best we got, people. <laughs> you know, if you're hoping for great riches, you know, fancy homes, the best you can... Uh, Heaven is heaven because God is present. And so if you're building your life on the gifts that God has given you, what's that? Mm. That's that's the opposite really of what heaven is going to be like. For sure. He's gonna he you know, he's a generous father. He's gonna pour out his Mm. gifts on us. But the best is that God is there. Totally. And um so we should let live in light of that good news Mm. when we are here on this earth. Mm. Maybe the challenge is like Here's this hypothetical for you, dear listener, yes. is if you're, uh, if anything that you were doing missionally was entirely unfruitful, yep. if anything you were doing in ministry was just absolutely useless and, and pointless and was moving nowhere, maybe even worse, what if your church community was taken away? Yeah. Take it one step further. What if your church community tomorrow decided to kick you out? Yeah. And to slander you and then to speak bad about you to everyone around you? Yep. Here's the question. Would you still love Jesus? Mm. Would you still be desperately in pursuit of the one who suffered and died in your place? Very good. As the atonement of your sins. Like like that's really the crux of the question. Yep. End of the issue. Do we have a love for Jesus, as Paul puts it at the end of Ephesians, a love for our Lord Jesus Christ and a love that is incorruptible, Mm. one that is pure and cannot be stained by the anxieties and stresses and pains and hurts of this world and this life? Mm. That's good. Yeah, it's true. A very good challenge, and uh, I hope that gives you something to, to ruminate on in this time of uh, rest that we are giving you. <laughs> so generous. So generous. You should be, yeah. You're welcome. You're, tell you what, take two weeks off. Take two weeks off. Let your boss know we said it's fine. Recoup and uh, we'll, we'll be back soon. Yeah, love you all.